0: This is the Thursday, March 17th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll get you in and out in 10 minutes with a slew of college hoops plays as the tournament officially gets going today.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings America's top rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian in the studio of Daily Wager, sitting next to Dallin Cuff, who's in Vegas this week. And the Bear joining us as well, Chris Felica. Obviously, we've had a few appetizers with the play-in games, but it really gets going today on St. Paddy's Day, Dallin. And we're going to talk about a few games, but welcome to Vegas, by the way.
1: Good to be here. Speaking of St. Paddy's Day, I share the elevator with three green-clad young men that were clearly maybe blacked out again on the way to the (laughs) studio today. So I'm ready to go. Let's turn this thing around. Bad start for your boy, one and three in the early games. i got to get going.
0: That happens. All right, so we're taping this earlier than we normally do so we can get weave in one of the early games. I want to talk about... South Dakota State and Providence. Bear, obviously, the Friars have been sort of a polarizing team in the betting community, quote-unquote lucky all the time because, uh, you know, they have been clutched down the stretch of close games. What do you make of this coin flip game? Because obviously the Jackrabbits are a chic, upset pick.
2: Yeah, they are, and and I mentioned the note this week about this being a historically low spread for a 4-13 game, and the other and the two teams that were two and a half point favorites in this spot wind up losing outright, and the Friars uh, down to minus two today. But but I like PC in this game. Uh, I, I think defensively this will be uh, the the best team that the Jackrabbits have seen all year long. I, I think Watson could have a very big game. Um, in North Dakota State, I don't think plays South Dakota State rather uh, doesn't play much defense at all on the other end. Uh, I, I think. We've talked about it as well. You mentioned PCB and uh, polarizing. Like sometimes you just create your own luck and you make your own luck. And uh, I'm going to go with the Friars to create their own luck for at least one more round. Very, un- It's very rare to see a four-seed claim the
0: underdog status, but Ed Cooley <laughs> was saying, hey, nobody's picking us. One of those things, obviously, South Dakota State's 121 straight, Dallin, but this is a much different step up in class here.
1: Yeah, I agree with everything Bear said, ironically, but I'm on the Jackrabbits. The thing okay. I don't agree with is that they do play defense, but their pace is fast. You look at their efficiency numbers in league play and the Summit League that plays quick and has some good guards in that league. They, they, have, they are the top team in terms of defense efficiency. I think they do present challenges. Baylor Shireman is a a versatile guy that's going to stuff the, stuff the stat sheet across the board. The concern is Nate Watson. Can you find it, or how do they double him if they double him? How do they guard him? How do they contain him? How do they clean up their glass? Because Providence, you do make your own luck. These are experienced, grown men, top ten in the nation experience. I think it'll be a tight game. I'm taking the two points. I have South Dakota State to win outright. But 11-2, and two, the Friars are on game spot, decided by five points or less. They play tight games. I think this is going to be one possession game Give me
0: the Rabbits. I love this game. I, mean, I don't have a play in it, but I'm just so fascinated. I'm so eager to see how it all plays out, and really just how Providence does this entire tournament. Mm-hmm. That's at 12.40 p.m. Eastern. Next game, chronologically, is Memphis-Boise State. Another super intriguing game because the Tigers obviously have all this talent that Petty Hardaway has recruited. The ceiling is so high, the length, the press. But they're sloppy. They turn the ball over nearly one out of every four possessions. You don't get any points when you turn the ball over. I know. Very complex concept there. And there's Leon Rice with the Broncos who won the regular season title and the conference tournament in the Mountain West. I do like Boise State plus the three. I just think they're that uh, polished, and that's going to ultimately be the difference maker against Memphis. But if Memphis, Memphis rolls by 20, I wouldn't be shocked either, Dallin.
1: I think it's a blowout or it's, or it's a tight game. Right. Boise State covers and or wins and a blowout in Memphis's favor. That's if the pace is going to win this game. Styles make fights. And Boise State is the, the better team in terms of, uh, how well they're coached, in all honesty, how disciplined they are with the ball, how great they are at slowing down the game. They play bottom 50 in the country in terms of pace. They're top 20 in terms of defensive efficiency. Can they frustrate and make Memphis play in a half-court game? That's not how they want to play. As long as, as long as Boise State take care of the ball and get shots on the rim, good shots, Memphis, is, I think, is going to struggle to play in a half-court game. When it comes late-game situations, how do they execute? Because the American Conference does not grind you at all like the Mountain West does in terms of travel and quality in terms of teams and preparation and execution with those teams in there. So I like Boise State in the points here. All right. So, as we continue to go chronologically, a little bit later in
0: the day, Kentucky off that, I don't know, horrendous shooting performance in the SEC title game on Sunday. I like a minus 10 the first half. This is all narrative-driven. I think they're just going to come out of the gates. Calipari kind of fell on the sword a little bit, and maybe accurately or maybe just trying to play mind games and help his uh, team's psyche, but just saying that we didn't do a shoot-around. It was against my gut, but we'll be ready. And this is a team that is a chic pick. They're my pick to not just go to the Final Four but win it all. And I think they have a pretty easy path, and it starts – with St. Peter's, who really didn't do that well in their conference. Usually these teams that are the high seeds at least shine in their conference, like we just talked about with South Dakota State running the table. Not the case here. They got blown out in uh, the end of 2021 in games against Power 5 schools. I just don't think this is close. And because of that, they want to get that bad taste out of their mouth in their last game against Tennessee. I think you start strong, and there's the edge in the first half, minus 10 for the Wildcats.
1: Agree with everything you said. I really don't have another another take on that. I'm in there. I'm not going to bet it, like you said, but I do like everything you said, and I like Kentucky in my championship game, actually. Ooh, Bear, what about you? You like that? Yeah, the first yeah, half, yeah,
2: yeah. Doug, I I agree with what you I, I agree with what you said about John Calipari. I don't think there's a better coach in the country at deflecting blame from his team and putting it on himself and taking pressure off of his team than John Calipari does. I, I think he does a masterful job of that, and, and I, I do think they'll come out and roll today.
0: And, and what happens is, and this is just in life too, but when you get known for one thing, they forget your abilities in any yeah. other department. Calipari's the recruiter and all the one and done. You also can coach. I mean, mm-hmm. think about how as the teams have improved throughout the year, and, I, and obviously they're kind of peaking too now.
1: They are the most improved team on the offensive end this season. Really? or none from November to More now. They are a completely different team, and they are outstanding on that end before now. All
0: right, let's get a total in the mix, and that's Creighton-San Diego State, one of the lowest ones in the entire first round, <laughs> Dallin. And
1: you're saying it ain't low enough. Let's sweat it out, baby. It was 119. I think it's one, it was up to 121. I got it yesterday. I think it's at, one, at 120 and a half now. Um, These two, this is going to be a rock fight. And people saying Creighton, I do think you have like a sticker shock. Anybody that does follow the game, they assume their team's going to be up and down in scoring. That's not this version of Creighton. They need to rely on the defensive end. San Diego State, they want to make it the most ugly possible game and then have Matt Bradley make some shots. That's basically how they win. And they win a lot of games doing that, though. They're one of the elite defensive teams in the country, second in the nation in efficiency. And I think we're looking at a grinded out, slow-paced, physical game. And, again, I think how the tournament is officiated is critical. And we saw it in the Wyoming-Indiana game. It was very physical last night. Notre Dame-Ruckers less so. And Rutgers, I think, faulty. They should have been more physical. Got up in those guys, switched screens, and been on them a little more. They didn't do that. They lose the game. I think this game goes under by it's going to be a whisker. It's going to be tight. Okay, Bear, what about you on this game? Yeah, are, are you a
2: little worried? and I'll, I'll say it to both you, you and down. Like, at how poorly Creighton shot the ball in that Big East championship game against Villanova. Like, like, is there almost like a little maybe positive regression that we might have to worry about? Because typically, I would absolutely agree this is another. But, but they were so bad from three point range against Villanova. It's hard to imagine they're gonna miss that many open looks again. Don't, don't, don't you think?
1: But in league play, they shot thirty one percent. So it's. I mean, that they don't shoot it really well against quality opponents in terms of the the three ball so I I would be surprised they struggle again with a really good
0: defensive team Yeah, and all the Aztecs games are around the 120 neighborhood too so even if they are shooting a little bit better San Diego State's going to milk your clock Mm -hmm. and then obviously rely on their front line to protect the rim I want to go to another game Bear this is an intriguing matchup you've touched on a lot because it's a battle of mid-majors San Francisco and Murray State Murray State laying two here
2: yeah, we, we, we've talked about this and just kind of disappointed in the committee that all they need, really needed to do was flip Miami and USC with one of these two teams. We could have gotten a, a mid-major versus a Power 5 matchup in, in a 7-10, but unfortunately we don't. We have two really good mid-majors uh, facing off here in what should be a pretty good crowd, I think, for Murray State being uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, obviously the, the loss of Misalski for San Francisco, uh, that their big men, could impact the game and allow uh, Williams to have a bigger game than uh, uh, maybe anticipated, but I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, I, I think with w- with Shabazz and, and Bouye on the perimeter, I still think this is a team that's going to hit threes, and, and they didn't have Misalski for a good chunks of the West Coast Conference tournament, and, and they played well without him. So I, I still think they're more battle-tested. I think maybe there might be something in the back of Murray's head, like, hey, if we win this game, we get a chance to play Big Blue, which will be a massive coup for them and an opportunity. So I, I don't want them to put the cart ahead of the horse here. Like I, I think San Francisco, with those guards, still is the way to go in this game.
0: Yeah, I like the Dons, but just like a, a regular play. I just think coming playing the Ohio Valley, running the table, the Missouri Valley, did I trust the team that's played Gonzaga. Played St. Mary's a little bit more battle-tested. We're up against the clock. Final play for you, Dallin. You're on a team total of a team that we expect to score a lot.
1: It's not really about Iowa. I hate being on the bandwagon everybody else is on. I'm not on them (laughs) to go to the Final Four, but I think the over 80 and a half is where I want to go. (laughs) Team total against Richmond. I did three Richmond games this year. They're outstandingly coached by Chris Mooney. They got older guys. They just don't guard particularly well, and they don't really have a lot of versatility in terms of their ability to to switch things and be physical with guys. And really, Tyler Burton's really good. I don't think he's going to match up well with Keegan Murray. No um, one does, though. Exactly. And Burton is potentially a future pro. 6'7. He's got some length and some athleticism, but defensively, they're not that good. They have a bigger problem, though, Doug. You've got to control pace, and they don't make shots. They're going to get good open looks. They run good stuff, but they have struggled to make shots this year, the Spiders, and that hurts because then you can get the ball going the other way. The best way to control pace is to make shots and milk the clock. I don't think they do either one particularly well. The guy will get you about 85 points. All right. A lot of f-
0: flavor out there on the St. Patrick's Factors <laughs> Day. Maybe, maybe lucky than good, right? Better to yep. be lucky than good. Uh, Best of luck to everyone. Enjoy your brackets. Enjoy your tournament. And we'll be back uh, Friday morning as well. We'll also have another early edition of Daily Wager on Friday as well.